Hey, what's going on? It's Anthony Dean, and you're listening to Change the Game for Monday, May 4th, 2020. What's going on, guys? How are you? Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Um, Really, there's back-to-back Star Wars days because tomorrow's the 5th, Revenge of the 5th. So, in light of these back-to-back Star Wars holidays and celebrating Star Wars, uh, we're going to do a Change the Game back-to-back Star Wars episodes. Uh, this episode today is going to be all about the Clone Wars TV show, kind of just uh, a little omen and a nod to one of the greatest shows of all time as the finale of the seventh and final season of this brilliant show uh, aired around 2 a.m. Central Time um, this morning. Uh, for May 4th, so for Star Wars Day, 2 a.m., they dropped it, 12 a.m. Pacific time, they dropped a new episode, it actually came up uh, early, I'm pretty sure it came up almost like 30 minutes early, I was not watching, I was playing some games, playing Battlefront 2, actually, because they had triple XP going on, and I'm trying to get kills for Darth Maul to get that new uh, Darth Maul skin that they added on that game, but listen, I I watched that episode, and let me tell you, unbelievable, but we're going to get right into the entire last season. We'll talk about the show as a whole, why it's so important. Uh, Tomorrow, for Revenge of the Fifth, that episode is going to be more about the movies. We are ranking every single Star Wars movie, um, and by movie, I mean every single theatrical release, so the prequels, the original trilogy, the sequels, uh, the two Disney spinoffs, and uh, the Clone Wars movie the one that started off this brilliant show uh so we're gonna rank all those in tomorrow's episode for revenge of the fifth but this is may the 4th and on may the 4th of course like i said the final episode of clone wars came out and like just so emotional the last four episodes they said right before uh the debut of the ninth episode of this season they said these last four episodes it's going to be like a movie and it's going to line up basically with revenge of the sith starts off with the ninth episode right before revenge of the sith and you see uh where you could connect the dots to the opening of revenge of the sith from the ninth episode and just honestly when talking about the final season of the clone wars because that's what i want to talk about first um just a very great great season i think it kind of lost some steam, so it started off the first episode. I was, uh, I enjoyed. I watched that back when I was way back when I was in Vegas. Uh, that Friday night it debuted. Was super hyped for that. Was up at it came out twelve o'clock Pacific time because Vegas is Pacific time. Watched it right away. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning about the new clones that we've never met before, and I always enjoy kind of like the episodes in the Clone Wars that were about the clones. It made us more connected. Uh, to those people and then honestly the first i would say four episodes were really good uh really good stuff for the clone wars uh we got a lot of good anakin stuff a lot of good obi-wan stuff captain rex uh the bad batch mace windu and obi-wan working together like those were four uh really good episodes i enjoyed the arcs that we saw in those especially the bad batch and uh rescuing the captured clone and then he goes off with the Bad Batch, I thought that was a great moment. Uh, just a, a really fun arc that they did. And then it kind of slowed down. We had four episodes, which, okay, Ahsoka is awesome. She was awesome in these four episodes. But 
the the pilot and her sister that mm, I just ah uh, the Martez sisters was just not a fan of those characters. I was the the four episodes were all right. I just felt like they were a little bit slower. I wasn't as invested in it. I think a lot of people like myself are waiting for because the original trailer showed the Darth Maul Ahsoka, the start of that confrontation, and we were just ready to see that. But it was nice to see what Ahsoka was doing. And it was really cool, you know, she left the Jedi Order. Um the end of that, you know, after season six you know, we, we had seen all the episodes of the Clone Wars. It just never felt complete. You know, it ended at season five, and then they had the uh, the Lost Missions they called season six. That's what it was originally called. And so we had some great episodes there, the conspiracy episode especially, like that whole arc with fives and the Order 66 almost getting exposed with the inhibitor chips. That was great stuff, but we just never got the closure that we needed, especially from Ahsoka's. And we get to see what Ahsoka's up to after she's leaving and these the martez sisters i'm gonna be honest they were a little annoying and then i thought that the whole fact that they really hated the jedi that whole thing that ahsoka was a jedi the revelation of that never really quite got paid off i felt i think it was too quick and honestly it doesn't matter even though those were i don't think they were horrible episodes or anything i, I could watch any episode of the clone wars even the the weaker ones even the the jar jar ones which are probably the weakest ones that little Jar Jar, uh, I think it was a couple episodes that he had, even though it was all watch over um, a lot of the stuff that Disney's made with Star Wars. Um, just talking about Disney, Mandalorian is fantastic, don't get me wrong. But then we get to season nine, and that's the start of, like I said, the four part, the movie that lines up with Revenge of the Sith. And Revenge of the Sith, I think you guys know this, I think it's the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. It's not really a spoiler for tomorrow, to be honest, because. If you've listened to my five favorite or twenty favorite movies podcast, you know that Revenge of the Sith ranked the highest out of the Star Wars movies, which there are only two of them in there. So um, the two best to me, Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back, but Revenge of the Sith always is going to be my favorite. I saw it five times in the theaters when it came out. It's coming up on the 15 year anniversary of when it dropped in the theaters. Um, I remember it like it was yesterday going to the theaters to see that. So having this arc that lines up with it and you see what Ahsoka's doing during Revenge of the Sith, what Darth Maul is doing during Revenge of the Sith is just, I mean, this is just, it's perfect. It, it starts off great. You get some Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, little stuff here and there. You got Obi-Wan and Cody and his army with him and they're kind of being held down by the Separatists, the droids, and they're almost hiding and then Anakin shows up and they're trying to find the tactical droid. Anakin just walks right up to him because he doesn't care. Acts like he's going to surrender. Buys him some time and then uh, finally the droid that they're looking for comes up and he and Anakin force pulls him and kills him. And then all the clones who are hiding under, they have the jetpacks, the 501st led by Captain Rex of course. And we see Rex again and just some great characters that, you know, Rex and Ahsoka we did see in Rebels of course. But it was really good to see. Uh, these characters fleshed out and then you get the the hologram of ahsoka who tells anakin and obi-wan that they've located maul and he's back on mandalore and they need their help and what happens but the alarm goes off and anakin's like well okay so the council obi-wan has to go with the council to make sure that they can go and take the 501st uh to confront maul on mandalore no 
They can't because General Grievous has attacked Coruscant and uh, they've lost all communication. Shakti is with the Chancellor, but they believe the Chancellor is in danger. Obviously, we know Grievous captures the Chancellor and that leads right into the start of Revenge of the Sith. So you get a, a moment between Anakin and Ahsoka who Anakin introduces Ahsoka back to the 501st who all look up to her as her leader. You see the helmets that they've painted with matching Ahsoka's face. I mean, just beautiful stuff. Captain Rex, they still call her Captain. I mean, it was just, or Commander, excuse me. Even though she's not a Jedi, they still look up to her as Commander. And it's just like those soldiers still will listen to Ahsoka, and it's it's beautiful to see. So Anakin convinces Obi-Wan to let half of the 501st go with Ahsoka, led by Captain Rex, and have Ahsoka go as an advisor because obviously Ahsoka can't lead technically the army because she's no longer a part of the Republic and the Jedi Order. So they go to Mandalore. Obviously, that leads to the start of Revenge of the Sith. And we get the rest of the episode trying to confront Maul. And finally, at the end of the episode, Maul comes up. I was expecting Kenobi. Why are you here? And then that's the end of the episode. And every single one of these four episodes, first of all, the start of the ninth episode, it started off different than the other ones. Still the Disney Plus. And then you get the the Lucasfilm uh, and the green, with the black screen and then the green text. And then... You get the red Star Wars, the Clone Wars text, not the Clone Wars theme music this time, but the actual Star Wars theme, like the regular one from the movies, more or less, plays instead. And you get one more um, little, like, you know, at the start of every Clone Wars, you have the narrator talking, like, it's basically from the perspective of the clones acting like, you know, the Separatists are the bad guys, the Republic's good, and no idea what really is going on. It's more or less... Kind of like you're watching almost propaganda. That's some propaganda right there. It's really interesting that they do that for every Clone Wars episode. That's over with after this one. Uh, one thing I was upset about is that we didn't get to see more of Grievous. They show him just standing there menacingly like Patrick says in SpongeBob. He's just standing there menacingly. But, boy, did Grievous look awesome. I was just hoping to see maybe a little uh, bit of the fight with Obi-Wan or something. I don't know. Just something with Grievous. Maybe Grievous capturing uh, Palpatine. That would have been dope. Um, really, anything like that would have been really cool because I think, like, looking at Grievous, like, that was really awesome. But so, anyway, Ahsoka and Maul, the confrontation happens, but it doesn't happen yet. So they duel a little bit at the start of the 10th episode. And one thing that I really like about the end of the episode, like I said, it's just no music, just silence. So it's like, oh man, like I can't wait for the next one. And it was really cool watching them just like week by week. You had to wait in anticipation for each episode. I really loved that. I'm glad I didn't just binge it. Uh, with binging it is going to be fun too because I'm going to be able to always do that though. Uh, I think it was just fun to watch each one as they came out uh, early in the morning. It was a, a lot of fun watching these four episodes. But anyway... Back to the 10th episode, Phantom Apprentice, which I think it was almost like every single, the 10, 11, and 12 was like every time. It was like, wow, was that the best episode of the show? I don't know. I can't really tell you if it was for sure. I think Phantom Apprentice still might be my favorite. Uh, you get a mini duel with Maul and Ahsoka, but it, Maul says, not yet. Gets out of there. And then Ahsoka has the conversation with Obi-Wan. And now you realize, so Anakin obviously kills Count Dooku in... Revenge of the Sith, and I hope, by the way, spoiler alert for all this stuff, I already spoiled some of this, but like, 
this whole thing, everything about Clone Wars could get spoiled. So, like, if you haven't seen it, you don't want to get spoiled, I wouldn't really listen to this then. Just, uh, just watch the show and wa- or watch whatever episodes you still need to watch and then come back and tune in. You can always tune in and no problem. Even if other episodes come up after, you can still watch these or listen to these. But here's the thing. So we all know that Anakin killed Count Dooku in Revenge of the Sith. And now we see why in the conversation that Obi-Wan has with Ahsoka over the hologram, why this was so important that Count Dooku was killed. And why Palpatine needed Anakin to kill Count Dooku, to be honest. Obi-Wan says there's no more link for Count Dooku to explain to us anything about Darth Sidious because Anakin has killed Count Dooku. So now you come to realize if if they imprison Count Dooku, maybe he could reveal some of what's going on. Maybe he could have even exposed Palpatine, especially the fact that Palpatine told Anakin to kill him. If Anakin was able to resist that and didn't kill him, well... Palpatine could have been his plan could have been unfolded but Palpatine's plan went the way he planned it obviously and so we find that out and then we realize that Ahsoka and Anakin probably aren't going to have that conversation and then you know it's a little bit of filler and you know they're trying to look for Maul they finally confront Darth Maul and it's really cool because and by the way, that's just Maul, no longer the Darth, obviously, because he's not a Sith anymore. So Maul, they confront Maul, and it's just really cool because we already get to see how powerful Darth Maul is when Bo-Katan Chris tries to attack Darth Maul with those guns, and Darth Maul just not even trying, just flicking away the bullets with the Force and just shoving her out of the way. No problem for Darth Maul. Releases the clone that he captured to get the information about Ahsoka that he needed and now we get the confrontation they both leave and so it's just ahsoka and darth maul and it's the confrontation darth maul tells ahsoka to join him so he they can defeat darth sidious and ahsoka and by the way when i said filler it wasn't really filler uh that happens in between this because they go to confront um the minister uh who's acting like the leader but he really wasn't he's just darth maul's puppet and they ask him uh well who else did darth maul want because it wasn't just kenobi and he gets shot but he ends up saying his final words skywalker uh so obviously talking about anakin skywalker and so ahsoka asks she's gonna join him and she just says ask answer one question for me and she says what do you want with anakin skywalker and he tells her what he wants He, he says that he's the key to everything and he explains to her that Anakin is being groomed to be Darth Sidious's new apprentice. And due to Ahsoka's undying loyalty to Anakin, she decides, she says, buck that. She doesn't actually say that, but that's what she thinks. And she's going to fight him now because she just can't believe that Anakin would become, would be seduced by the dark side, which we all know that's exactly what happens. And Darth Maul told the truth. And so now we get a fight, and let me just be the first to say, Ray Park is probably the greatest lightsaber duelist ever in terms of just because he's the guy from Darth Maul and the Phantom Menace, same guy, same guy who did the stunts for that, now he does the motion capture uh, for this fight, and let's give a quick shout out to Lauren Mary Kim, who did the motion capture for Ahsoka Tano, and my god, what a duel, arguably the best lightsaber duel 
fight, whatever you want. Either way, you just want to say fight in it. Well, the best fights in Star Wars are usually lightsaber fights. Come on now. And the best one in the Clone Wars is either Darth Maul versus Ahsoka from this episode, The Phantom Apprentice, or uh, the duel between uh, Darth Maul, Savage Opress against Darth Sidious. Uh, that was a great duel too. So it's very hard to say which one's better. I don't know. I I, I really love the Darth Maul Soka one though, and it goes on for a while. They end up going up to this this balcony with these beams, and they're dueling on these beams. And Darth Maul's trying to get out of there, and he gives Ahsoka one last chance. He's able to knock both of her lightsabers out of her hands. By the way, these lightsabers were given to her by Anakin. That was his gift. Other than the five oh first with Rex, that was his gift to her was the two new lightsabers with blue blades um, for Ahsoka. And so, anyway, those lightsabers are gone now, for now, of course. And he says, join me or die. And listen, Darth Maul, the reason that he gets beat by her is because he's not really trying to kill her. If he did, he could have just cut off the beam and she would have fallen. But that's not what he, he still needs her to join him if he has any chance of stopping Sidious but there is no stopping Sidious at this point. She bests Maul, knocks him over, and grabs him with the force. And you see the terror. The whole episode, this episode, Darth Maul was just, you could see how terrified he was of what was coming. What was coming. And he knew. He knew that something was about to He didn't know exactly what was going to happen. But he knew that everything was about to change. And that the Jedi were done. And that the Republic was fallen it basically was already fallen and no oh, you don't know what you're doing we're all gonna die and then they you know zap him knock him out and, and rope him up and that's how the episode ends with ahsoka looking up at the sky and just oh man so now you get into episode 11 of this season shattered and man oh you want to talk about some emotional stuff these last two episodes are where it gets very emotional if you're very um, if you're a big Star Wars fan and you've been invested in the Clone Wars, like these two episodes, uh, I'm not going to lie, they may make you tear up. I teared up watching both of them at different points. So episode 11 starts off, Maul is captured and they end up putting him in this old Mandalorian uh, prison thing basically that they had in the past for Force users uh, when they needed them in the past. And it's revealed that this was the last one because those were outlawed by satan so we see the from the original preview we see the original conversation between mace windu and some of the other jedi masters kiati mundi and yoda uh, i sense the plot to destroy the jedi and they got the original kiati mundi actor to, to reprise his line from that if he does not give up his emergency powers after the destruction of general general grievous he should be removed from office and we get that conversation. Then we see that Ahsoka appears and talks to them. And we get a whole conversation about that. Found out that Anakin was gone to told Palpatine that indeed Obi-Wan has confronted General Grievous. And so now Ahsoka is on her way to return to the Jedi Temple uh, to take Maul there so the council can confront him. But of course, as soon as that conversation ends, we know what happens. Anakin tells Mace Windu that indeed he's found out that Palpatine is the Sith Lord and then the duel happens. So they're on this. So we see while this while that's going on, of course, we have just 
loading Maul into the prison on the ship and them taking off and you get a little conversation between Rex and Ahsoka and a salute. And then one of the clones comes up and says, we have incoming uh, transmission. And so Ahsoka lets Rex go and take it. Then Ahsoka gets a force vision. And this scene, it's about a two minute scene that I'm talking about is just like, this is some emotional stuff. Uh, you get Ahsoka all of a sudden has a vision. It starts off with Darth Maul's eyes just bursting open because he can hear this stuff too. And you hear they they throw some lines in. You get some Hayden Christensen. You get Samuel Jackson and Ian McDermott. You must choose. Don't listen to him, Anakin. It's not the Jedi way. You get you get those lines. Your limited power. And then they go back to the Clone Wars Anakin voice actor. And he says, the what have I done? It was just so great. They got both of the Anakins to reprise. Um, I was so glad to hear Hayden Christensen's voice, though, because he's just been so disrespected for years by people. And I'll get into more about Hayden Christensen uh, in tomorrow's episode. Not going to talk too much about that. This is just about Clone Wars. And, man, like I said, like just an unbelievable moment that this was uh in itself just hearing that and she says something's wrong with anakin she knows she sensed that something has happened with anakin and obviously anakin's now turned to the dark side and at the same time rex is getting the order 66 he says yes lord sidious and the clones point their guns at ahsoka and rex says no i'll do it and you see him drop the helmet and he's holding the guns he's fighting back tears he says fives, fives, fine fives, and he gives her time, and she not he knocks him down, and then you see the music goes, and Ahsoka's blasting away all the clones are trying to kill her, and she escapes. She ends up freeing Maul because she tells Maul thinks they're gonna join up, and she says, "I'm not here to team up with you. You're gonna cause chaos. Care to give me a fighting chance? I don't want you to succeed." So this is a whole episode about Ahsoka looks up that she goes to the droids and she's able to figure out using Anakin's passcode that about the whole five situation uh, from, like I said, from the season six angle, because Rex had believed that something was up and she discovers about the inhibitor chips. So it's something with the inhibitor chips. Obviously we know that that's what activated order 66. That's what basically forces them to do this. So Ahsoka is able to knock out Rex corner him up and get him to the bay and then she ends up in a powerful scene uh i won with the force the force is one with me we see that and they're able to locate the chip they take the chip out but before this happens you get the scene with darth maul going through the hallway and just obliterating every clone in his path no lightsaber just using the force just like a total badass this was the moment the moment of the show possibly one of the coolest moments ever i would definitely compare it to darth vader just going crazy in rogue one on all the rebel uh soldiers uh trying to get the death star plans out of there and that was great. I would say that this one was even better because he doesn't have a lightsaber. And it's brutal the way he kills some of these, chopping their heads off with a piece of the wall. I mean, it's just like, well, this is about as dark as you could get for a quote-unquote kids show. I mean, you have to be dark, though, for these four episodes because it's Revenge of the Sith, the darkest Star Wars movie. So we see Darth Maul. And then he 
the blast doors are closing. He literally pulls the clone's arm through and it chops off so he can get the uh, the communicator so he can listen to all of the, the talking going on between the clones so he can know what's going on as well. And so then we see then back to the Rex situation. So they get the inhibitor chip out. Rex is able to shoot a couple of the clones. They're able to close the blast or the door for now. And so the episode ends with them about to open back up the door. And so they're just preparing for what's going to happen. And then that's the end of the episode. On to episode 12. And man, like then you want to talk about emotional, like right into it. I mean, right off the bat. You get the music of the... It's a variation of the song that they played at the end of Revenge of the Sith where during Padme's funeral and Darth Vader rising from the chair, that song that played was a variation of that. And you're just like, wow. And so all of a sudden, Ahsoka is telling Rex, no, we're not going to kill him. Set the uh, blasters to stun, not kill, because she doesn't want to kill him. And so they're able to... They're able to get out of there and they're able to get to the uh, command part of the ship. Here's what happens while they're running there, though. Darth Maul, of course, still being Darth Maul, goes into the uh, the room with the hyperdrive. And this is this is maybe one of Darth Maul's best scenes. He just ta- he takes out every clone. No lightsaber. He doesn't need it. There's one scene where he takes the clone's helmet, deflects the uh, a clone shooting at him, the bullets off of him, and then just whips the... A helmet right at the guy and kills him. I mean, he just killed every clone in sight. And then he just single-handedly just destroyed the hyperdrive. So they're going through hyperspace, trying to get through Coruscant. Comes to a screeching halt, and he's he's destroyed this ship. This ship is going down. It's going at this moon. Ahsoka tells Rex they open up uh, the hangars, like the main doors for the ship. And they see that they're going straight for a moon. There's some ice there. Uh, and so you can see that this planet is, it's about to get real cold there pretty soon, about to get really snowy. So what happens, but for Ahsoka and Rex to have this powerful moment because they notice uh, a shuttle. All right, let's get that. All of a sudden you see the rest of the, the clones come out. So there's a whole legion of clones just waiting for them. And Rex finally tells Ahsoka, like, we have to kill him. Those are my brothers are willing to die and take us with them. And he's got the helmet on. Ahsoka pulls it off and you see the tears streaming down his face. And that was just, that was such an emotional moment. And so Ahsoka comes up with a plan. So you see Rex and these clones having banter. She says, well, our order 66 is to kill the Jedi. And she's not a Jedi. She hasn't been for some time trying to stall him. The droids uh, activate the little, like, um, Whatever those things are called, like they're like elevators basically, and sends a bunch of them down. Ahsoka is just like, she's so pure that she couldn't kill any of those clones and just setting it to stun, telling Rex to set it to stun. And then she's using all her focus to deflect all the blasts, but making sure not to deflect them back to the clones. So you got to realize, like, that takes some next level four skill to be able to do that. Like, Ahsoka's power is just insane at this point. Hell, heck, she bested Maul. So you see, Maul is trying to escape through and through all this. Maul's going right to the shuttle. He, you wanted this chaos. And because that's what she said she wanted to release Maul for was to create chaos. Maul gets in the ship. He sends Ahsoka with the force. Ah- Ahsoka's almost able to kill him. 
but he dodges it and uses a powerful force blast. Ahsoka's almost killed uh, by the clones in the lower level. She's lifted up, and she grabs the ship that Maul is in with the force, that shuttle, and stops it. Rex is trying to protect her, but it comes to a point where she has to say either let Maul go or let Rex die, and she couldn't do that. She lets Maul go, and Maul's out of there. I don't think Maul felt any remorse at all. I think he just looked down. Like some people have said, I think he just looked down uh, just to look at the navigation, see what button he needed to press. I do not believe for a second that Darth Maul felt any regret at all. Not a, not an iota of regret for Darth Maul, in my opinion. So they end up finding another ship down when they get to the other level. The droids help him one last time, and then the clones sending those levels back up, those elevator, whatever those big things are called, they shot him back up. And so then the clones kill those two droids. And that was a sad scene, too. Those droids gave their life to help Rex and Ahsoka. Uh, so that was a sad scene, too. And then you get to the end. Rex, Ahsoka uses the force to get Rex onto the ship. And then this is a whole great little few minutes of Ahsoka trying to get on that ship. First, she tries to jump off. But this ship is going down. Ahsoka misses it. And now you get a whole scene of Ahsoka trying to get onto that ship. She's running through the ship falling down and getting out of there she finally does and it's such a powerful scene like i just couldn't believe how great that was how suspenseful it was even though we knew that ahsoka was gonna live they just made it so suspenseful and she gets in it and they see the ship go down and then you get a just a powerfully emotional scene this is the like the ending of this show was so emotional so sad that the clone wars is ending but it was such a perfect ending at the same time. You see Rex walking to the ship uh, with the shovel and putting it in the ship. And then he turns around and looks. And you see Ahsoka looking. And they buried all the clone troopers. They put guns on top of their burial with the helmet on top of the guns sticking up. And they show all the the helmets. And it's just, man, like such a, such a great... Because this show did such a great job of really humanizing the clones. Getting us to really understand them and like you, you understand like this isn't their fault like that they tried to kill the jedi and ahsoka knew that she didn't want to kill him like she's just that shows how pure she is and you see her put down the lightsaber uh one of her lightsaber i don't know what happened to the other lightsaber that's what i, well, I want to know she had two of them but she does put down the one and she leaves and then you get obviously fast forward in time remember we saw some ice and snow uh from the initial picture of the uh or the the capture of the planet or moon and now it's snowing and you see the the different droids you see the the snow troopers the storm troopers and you see vader's shuttle landing and you hear the the voice the breathing of darth vader and you see darth vader come out and like they just did such a great job of capturing this because if you look at it they had shots uh, before ahsoka and rex leave with the ship crashed and the burial and then they have mirrored shots of it covered in snow and everything and then vader standing there instead of ahsoka and vader picks up the lightsaber turns it on and he looks up and if you look you can see anakin's eyes you can i mean wow did darth vader look amazing i i didn't mind the way he looked in rebels i thought he looked pretty cool but man this blows that away and i'm not hating on the way Re i didn't 
liked the Rebels animation for the most part, but I did like like Darth Maul look good and Vader looked really good to me. But I enjoyed Rebels, but it's nowhere near the Clone Wars, and that's not a disrespect. Clone Wars is just not only is it one of the best animated shows of all time, it's one of the best shows of all time, period, point blank. So Darth Vader just looked amazing, and then that's how the episode ends with the shot of the uh, Ahsoka-colored clone trooper mask the last one that we see a little crack in the thing and you see in the middle of it you just see vader's reflection walking away and that's how the show ends created by george lucas like man shout out to george lucas uh for just helping create this fantastic show and obviously we do know that george lucas is not the only one responsible but like i just the the shot of darth vader and seeing his eyes and really uh i noticed that uh, one of the YouTubers that I watch pointed out that if you put up the brightness and like lighten up the picture more, you can see that it's not even Sith yellow eyes. Like maybe this is like it brought back Anakin a little bit. Seeing that lightsaber, he probably remembered giving it to Ahsoka. Um, and of course, got to give a shout out to Dave Filoni too. I mean, he's the main developer for the Clone Wars. Just fantastic job. Like. George Lucas and Dave Filoni just did such an amazing job. I hope that they can both come together and make another uh, animated show. But The Clone Wars is just one of those important shows. Um, you know, Season 7 was amazing. Uh, there was great moments throughout the show that, that weren't involved with Season 7 at all. I mean, every single Maul arc was unbelievable. Seeing Darth Maul back from where he started and killing obi-wan's love and, and fighting obi-wan a couple more times and the fight with sidious killing his brother savage Opress, and then him getting bested by sidious of course i mean we saw darth sidious at his full potential in that one we had some great episodes with anakin seeing uh the future and being turned and then getting his memory wiped like, there was just so many great moments in the Clone Wars. Like, just one of the best shows of all time. I have no problem saying that. I just, I really can't believe how great they did to finish off this amazing show. Uh, because little was a little worried about those middle four episodes. They just didn't fill up the bidding for the last season of the Clone Wars. But, man, did they stick the landing uh, with the ending of this show. And... Honestly, like, I'm really hoping to see more. I can't wait to see what the next Disney animated or Star Wars animated project is going to be. I think Disney Plus and Disney's doing a great job uh, letting directors who care about the material develop shows. So I think the shows are going to be way better. Uh, the Obi-Wan show, I think it comes out hopefully next year or 2022 either way that's gonna be amazing too i already know it is uh, the mandalorian season two is gonna come out the fall of this year listen disney plus is gonna have the star wars shows so that's saving the brand of star wars now the movies i hope that something could change and i'll talk a little bit more about them tomorrow i'm not gonna absolutely bash you if you like the sequel movies that's cool and i'll explain more about that tomorrow but like I'll explain a little bit more why the brand is getting a little tarnished, but boy, the Clone Wars is the Clone Wars season seven at this point. It was holding the entire franchise, the most important franchise in the history of cinema, in my opinion. Because without Star Wars, there is no, there's no Avengers, like Dark Knight. None of those movies happen without Star Wars. No comic book movies, big blockbuster movies, they don't happen without Star Wars. I'm sorry. 
especially Avengers movies. Those don't happen without Star Wars. So, anyway, what do I hope to see in the future with, I was thinking, animated shows. What could we see? I really hope that we can get a show. It doesn't have to be the Clone Wars because, remember, like this is it for clones except we may see what Rex does uh, or something like that. But I would love to see what Ahsoka does prior to seeing her again in Rebels. I would love to see what Maul does. I would love to see a show basically based around that and also based really mainly about Darth Vader because if I have one gripe about these last four episodes of The Clone Wars is we didn't see one thing that I wanted to see, which was what I think should have been Revenge of the Sith is at least a good few minutes of Anakin just mauling Jedi Masters and Jedi Knight in the temple. Um, I don't know if you could show him killing the younglings. Like I would like to see it because that's what happened. He did it. Uh, so I think, and I know a lot of people who want to see that, like it's messed up that it happened, but like he did that. Like, I want to see that. Like, I want to see his fall like that. So I would love to see, and I'm not saying they have to show that, but I want to see him slaughtering Jedi. I want to see him going crazy and showing him who to, who the goat is. I mean, he's the goat though. Anakin Skywalker's the goat. They disrespected him. I'm sorry. They did. They let this have the Jedi let this happen. So I want to see that the first episode of this show that I would, envision happening is started off with showing anakin doing that uh maybe showing something with him versus obi-wan i'm sure you because you could show a little bit of anakin versus obi-wan you don't have to show him getting burned uh you could really just show up until and then kind of you could fast forward and do something i just want to see that as a scene and i want to see anakin as darth vader see some material with him i would love to see i don't know if it ever happened they never established it but i would love to see in this so-called show because like i said i want to see what darth maul did i would love to see this is the dream fight for me darth vader versus maul i think that would be a great opportunity to get that duel i mean you could you throw that in the trailer like people will lose their minds like maybe arguably my two favorite characters uh in star wars darth vader and darth maul or Maul now, of course, uh, no no longer Darth, but Vader versus Maul, oh man, I would love to see that, but I have total confidence in Star Wars, hopefully Dave Filoni can work on more stuff with George Lucas, and uh, hopefully Kathleen Kennedy can stay away from the shows as she's done, uh, she has to be involved in the movie, so be it, I guess, um, but the shows are far superior to the movies right now, so... I mean, we haven't had a great Star Wars movie since 2005, and we're coming up on the 15-year anniversary of that, uh, which is unbelievable. Yeah, I think I said 20 earlier in the podcast. I uh, I meant 15, as a matter of fact. Came out in 2005. But man, I just, oh man, I just, I love the Clone Wars. I think it was one of the most important shows ever. I think. You have to give praise to the 2003 Clone Wars show. You can watch the video on YouTube. It's literally two hours total. Uh, That's a great show, too. It doesn't get the praise that it deserves. Uh, Honestly, it probably should be on Disney+, Plus, but it's okay. It's on YouTube, so it doesn't really matter, and it's a full cut like it's a movie. That's great stuff, too. There's great stuff in there. Uh, It's animated like Samurai Jack because the creator of Samurai Jack made that, too. Uh, So that's great as well. Shout out to that show, Gotta give praise to that because without that, there probably is no The Clone Wars. That's Star Wars Clone Wars. This show was Star Wars The Clone Wars. And The Clone Wars is, I would say in terms of animated series, I think the only animated show that can 
I could really say at this point is better than Star Wars The Clone Wars is Batman the Animated Series. But man, is it close. It's so close to that. Um, I just, I absolutely love this show. I love the final season. I can't recommend it enough. If you haven't seen The Clone Wars, you got Disney Plus, start watching it right now. If you haven't watched these last couple episodes, or especially if you haven't watched the last four episodes, like, <laughs> boy, the time has come. Watch all four of them. Watch them in a row. You're going to have a blast. Watch Revenge of the Sith uh, as well uh, to get the full experience. I mean, man, it is Star Wars Day, but unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for you. Um, a little bit shorter, I guess. We're coming in at about 40 minutes for this one. So we're going to wrap it up here. And we've got another one coming right back tomorrow for Revenge of the Fifth. For Revenge of the Fifth. Uh, so. I'm going to be ranking every single Star Wars theatrical release movie. Uh, so from the original Star Wars movie all the way up to Rise of Skywalker, which also just came out on uh, Disney Plus for May 4th. Uh, so that is it for uh, the podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, check us out at www.seethegame.com. Uh, like I said, I've got social medias. Now I've got Instagram and Twitter. And both of those are at see the game 24. So we got see the game.com and then see the game 24 for Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so check us out on there. Check us out tomorrow for revenge of the fifth ranking every single star Wars movie. Uh, thanks for listening. Check out the clone wars. Check out this final season. It was absolutely amazing. And that is it. Thank you for listening. And of course, may the fourth be with you.